Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 69, Fate and Free Will, the astrology for the week of April 4th through April 10th. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. This week is about moving forward. In much the same way that there was a distinct before and after that was what we collectively define as 2020, 2022 will be the same. Sure, the lines blur for where the before and after began, but somewhere between December 2019 and March of 2020, I'm sure your life changed and I bet you can pick it out beyond the pandemic, even if you think the pandemic was the initial cause. That's because astrology tells us the macro and the micro. It tells us about national and global events, and it tells us when we will fall in and out of love or experience heartbreak. It shows us the cycles within cycles and the interconnectedness of it all. Sometimes, knowing there's a pattern and a plan is comforting, and sometimes it can make me feel like a toddler who can't have cake for breakfast. This week will be that before and after for some of you, and for others, it will have already happened, probably sometime since this past November. I think it's fascinating that most of us won't even know what it was until months or years later when we can look back with the perspective necessary to understand the narrative arc of our own life. That defining moment that became the moment we made a choice that distinctly divided our life into a before and after. Welcome to your weekly forecast. Monday is a hit the ground, running, and get busy kind of day. It's honestly the kind of day you might be tempted to fly through on autopilot in an effort to get all of the things done. But the thing is, this isn't an ordinary kind of week. I've talked a lot about the wrapping up of a two-year cycle ever since Venus went into Capricorn in November, because cycles are a thing. This week is not only about wrapping up an old cycle, it's truly the beginning of something new. At the end of March 2020, Mars and Saturn met up in Capricorn. There was a demand and a refusal, and it set the tone for the next two years. Maybe you were Mars making the demand, or maybe you were Saturn and refusing. Maybe you got to be both. Whatever it was became a theme for the last two years, and much way the lockdowns that occurred in March throughout the world around that time have set the general tone for our collective lives over the past two years. That cycle is about to change. This time, the conjunction is in your Aquarius house. Mars and Saturn aren't easy conversations. They aren't romantic getaways. It's waiting for the levee to break. They're an obvious sign that something can't go on the way it has, and you've likely felt the waves hitting the shore over the past several weeks. I'll give an example. For me, it was a dramatic decision to fundamentally alter the way I existed within my home and the way my family was run because my fourth house of home and family is in Capricorn. I know exactly where I was when I made the decision and I knew it was significant, but I had no idea how radically it would change my life. I can look back and see the waves that led to the decision and the ripples that followed it, which changed everything about my life. Everything. It still blows my mind. Because it's a Mars-Saturn cycle, none of it was easy, but it has been good for me. Mars and Saturn are called the malefics because the experiences are subjectively unpleasant, but that doesn't mean the purpose isn't to propel you forward to a better version of yourself. This cycle is in my Aquarius fifth house, and in late January when Mars returned to Capricorn was when the waves started rolling in for me. There's an ease and a comfort in doing what one has always done, even if that thing is difficult. It can be terrifying to try something new or dare to dream of being someone new. Think carefully about what you are and are not willing to do anymore. Then be Mars or Saturn. If you're acting out your Saturn, you're ready to draw a line in the sand and stand firm. If you're acting out your Mars, you're ready to get froggy and jump over it and hop off to something new. Regardless, think carefully about what you want to build and what you're ready to let fall away. Remember what I said about this being a week of big shifts? Well, Tuesday, Venus moves into Pisces and away from the dictatorship of Saturn, which she has been living under since November. 
In Pisces, she is exalted and at maximum power to bring blessings to your Venusian pursuits in your Pisces house. While your Aquarius topics may be more challenging, things in Pisces land are about to be extra juicy because now you'll have both benefics together until May 2nd. This is a perfect example of how one part of your life can be going really well and another part of your life can feel extremely challenging all at the same time. My advice is to lean in and take advantage of this exalted Venus any way you can. If you're not sure how to do that, then it's time to start working with an astrologer. Wednesday is not a quiet, sit-by-the-pool kind of day. It's a go-do-all-the-things-with-all-the-people kind of day. Mercury is moving towards a sextile with Saturn, which will be exact Thursday morning, and a sextile with Mars, which will be exact midday Friday. That means today through Friday are especially good for mental agility, determination, figuring out solutions, and difficult conversations that require more than your standard fluffy scripts. It's also pretty fantastic for learning something new. Thursday is a powerful day, especially once the moon enters Cancer at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. With five of the seven planets in rulership or exaltation, and the other two not horribly placed, it's a go big or go home kind of vibe. Make the call, take the action, or do the thing. This vibe is in effect through Saturday night, so get busy. Friday is ideal for self-expression, mental agility, and decisiveness. Friday night is soft and lovely and romantic. 10 out of 10 recommend for a date or pleasant social gathering. Saturday flows smoothly, but Saturday night has the potential to be emotionally intense or involve confrontational conversations. Intense and confrontational aren't always subjectively unpleasant, but this does appear to be more on the challenging side. Sunday wraps up a week that was fundamentally about moving forward. The day starts with a Mercury square, Pluto, and ends with Mercury sprinting into Taurus. Seriously, it's flying along at about 2 degrees a day, which is just bananas, and likely means you'll have a ton of conversations, new ideas, and new perspectives to process from this week. Your Taurus house is the area of your life that's about to experience massive upheaval in the coming weeks. I'll be talking about it a lot through June because the sun will be going in soon, and there will be two eclipses, and then Mercury will retrograde back into Taurus around the time that Venus makes her way there. Trust me, the Taurus area of your life is about to get majorly activated, so pay attention to what happens in that area starting at 10.09pm Eastern on Sunday, and obviously all of next week. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, it is a big week, and I do think it'll be a lot for a lot of you. And I know that I, for one, will be re-listening to this podcast and rereading what I wrote because it's hard to remember, and this is one of those weeks that you may just want to listen every day. <laughs> If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I am wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is a deep intentionality to move forward into a new cycle with grace and determination.